A lot of room, all right? A lot of room. So if you kind of get claustrophobic in this crowd, a uh, lot of room in that first service. And, uh, but uh, God's good. If you have your Bibles this morning, I want you to turn with me to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, and we're going to get there in just a minute. I'm excited you're here today because we're starting a brand new series that we're calling The Good Life. And uh, at least four weeks, maybe six weeks, this may take us on into Easter. I haven't really decided, but I'm so excited to do this, to be able to share with you uh, the teaching of God's Word and what God's Word uh, has to say to us over the next few weeks about what the good life is. And uh, I, can't, I can't hardly wait to share uh, with you over the next few weeks because here's the deal. How many of you would just like to have some good in your life? Would you raise your hand? A couple of you. Some of you don't want any good in your life. You want something to complain and bellyache about. But I would say that most of us were honest. We would want some good to happen in our life, some good uh, in our life. And, and uh, you know, we all may define that differently, what that looks like, what the good life might be for me, might not be what the good life looks for you. Some of you might say that the good life is the Patriots winning another Super Bowl. Others of you might say that the good life would be the Patriots not cheating to get there. Um, I just stir that a little, not a lot, just a little. Someone one, told me one time, if you want to stop muddying up the water, stop stirring, right? And so I'll try not to do that. But seriously, everybody defines probably what the good life is uh, a little bit differently. Uh, even the New Year's resolutions that uh, we uh, make, many of you may have made some last month. Uh, are all about, you know, trying to get some good going in our life, trying to point our, dire- our lives in a direction to where it'd be better, uh, maybe more fulfilling. Uh, in fact, I just want to share with you uh, something that I, I read in a study recently. The number one New Year's resolution this year was to lose weight and get in shape. And so some of you, maybe that was your resolution as well. And maybe you went out and bought, you know, some new gym shoes or you went and, and bought some of that uh, spandex that you really shouldn't wear until you get in shape, just so you know. But some of you went and bought that maybe to motivate you a little more. Um, uh, maybe some of you, you went and bought a gym membership, right? Uh, you hadn't been yet, but you got the membership. And that's a great, you know, that's a great first step is just to have... The membership and, and be paying for that money. Uh, the, the number two New, Year, New Year's resolution was this, uh, was to get organized, was to get organized. And I believe a, a lot of us just need a little organization uh, in our lives. Maybe this year you decided to organize your calendar, uh, organize your life, uh, to organize your closet uh, so you could be like my wife Lynette, right? Those of you that know Lynette, we just recently, after the first of the year, we organized our closet uh, for the 23rd time since we've been living there in the past five years. Uh, But hey, it's organized and it's all color-coded again. You really, we should really, I should take a video sometime and just show you our color-coded closet. It's awesome. And, And, you know, I'm like, who cares about the closet? No one sees the closet. And Lynette's like, God sees the closet. He sees every nook, every crook, and every cranny 
And so the closet is organized. And I'm like, what about the laundry room? It looks like a bomb went off in there, you know. But, hey, if the closet's clean, the closet's organized, then our life is good. Don't judge us. Some of you are freakier than that. I know you. Number three, New Year's resolution this year was to spend less and save more. A lot of people decided that uh, in order to bring some good into their life in 2017, they were going to spend less, save more. Maybe some of you uh, put a budget together and you looked at what you could spend, what you couldn't spend, where you could spend it on. Uh, there's an app for that, by the way. If you have a mobile phone, you can install the app. Maybe you did that, put all that together, and then you celebrated it by what? You went out to eat probably after that. The fourth was the fourth New Year's resolution, fourth most popular, was to enjoy life to the fullest. Enjoy life to the fullest. And this, uh, you know, that's really the one that kind of gets to this core idea that we all desire and want to have the good life. But I think so many of us think that the good life is something that happens to us, right? We think, you know, if I could just get that job or if I could just get that promotion or if I could just get that raise, you know, then I could have the good life. You know, if I, I just get that raise, once I get a little more money or, or, or meet that guy or, or, or meet that girl, then, then I would have uh, the good life. If I could just, uh, you know, fall in love and get married, right, then... I'd have the good life. And so you fall in love and you get married and then you're like, you know what? If, I, if we could just have some kids, if we could just have some kids in, in our family, that would make our family complete. And then we would have uh, the good life. And so then you have some kids and not long you go, you know, if our kids would just grow up a little bit, you know, if they just learn to talk or if they just learn to go to the bathroom by themselves. Uh, if they would just learn to, to sleep in their own bed, then that would be good, would it not? I mean, that would be the good, love, good life. And then they grow up, and, and, and you're like, man, if our kids would just move out of the house, you know, if they would just start buying their own stuff and be responsible for themselves, you know, then that definitely would be the good life if they would move on. And then they move out, right? And, and it's quiet, and you've got this big, empty, quiet house, and you're sitting there going, man, if we could just have some grandkids, you know? If we could just have some grandkids that would come back and visit and put some sound, you know, back in this house, some volume back in uh, this house, then life would be good, right? And then this goes on and on and on and on, and then you die. And, you know, we're always thinking that the good life is just right around the next corner. You know, we, we just, we're, we, we can taste it, we can see it, we can smell it. It's just right around the next corner the good life is. And so the, the great news today and, and for the next several weeks is that we're going to be challenged by the Bible. We're going to be challenged by God's Word that the good life isn't something that just happens to you. Okay, the, the good life, I instead, it's something that happens in you and through you in your relationship with God. The good life 
is something that happens in you and through you in your relationship with God. You don't have to get one more thing to have the good life, okay? You don't have to get a raise to experience the good life. You don't have to have all of the stars aligned just right with a nocturnal elliptical eclipse. Yeah, it, it, that is not even a thing. I don't know. But like every week, my wife is Googling now what events are happening with the moon this week. And so about once a week, our entire family gets a text message. Look at the moon right now. It's a elliptical, ecliptical, treadmillish aligning of the... <laughs> Venus and the Saturn and and I just thought of the song Skyrockets in Flight or whatever. I mean, why did, why did this even happen? Y'all don't even know my brain. It's such a challenge. I just wanted to sing that for you, but I didn't. But, you know, it doesn't have to all just align just right. You know, you can have the good life. I'm, I believe here's what God wants us to to know and to understand, we can have the good life today by opening our heart to God and by living with gratitude and living with generosity and walking in His blessings. And folks, for followers of Christ, that's good news. That's good news for us today. And so we're going to be looking at Jesus' teaching today from Luke chapter 12 about the things that matter most and, and just... For those of you that may be visiting with us today, I don't always preach holding a microphone like this. It seems that I have torn up all of my wireless ones, and I'm on probation. So they've given me this. I'm just glad it doesn't have a cord, all right? But they've given me this, so um, bear with me if I... Holding this just makes you want to sing. I don't know, but I'll try not to do that. But the context of our our scripture that we're looking at today, basically what's taking place here is Jesus is teaching. He's talking to a group of people, uh, you know, teaching them, preaching to them. And and basically this guy comes up and interrupts interrupts his 